Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, 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 everyone, and join in with us to celebrate and talk about all of the things that are happening in America, and especially in Texas. Let me say that uh, it has been an amazing and interesting day on today. Uh, As you know, it was and still is Memorial Day. Uh, here in our great country where we honor those and memorize those who served this nation and gave all that they had in the line of combat. And so we want to say thank you to America for not forgetting because we know that for years the Vietnam veterans uh, did not get the recognition that they so richly deserved. And so now we're finally uh, showing them some uh, respect uh, in a great way with stamps and various and sundry things. So we're going to talk about some of the things that that we've learned uh, today about what some families are doing across America and then, of course, what America is doing. So welcome to uh, Marvelous Monday, and it is indeed a Marvelous Monday. We're going to first start by seeing who all is on with us, and we did get a notice from uh, Dr. Richard Hackney that uh, he is still on grandparents' duty, and and we want to take this moment to actually, well, let me bring the team in, and then we'll we'll start with that with that with Dr. Hackney and his family. So let's see. I think I hear some background noise there. Let's see, uh, Dr. Carr, are you there? I'm here. Good evening. Yes, good. Thank you. Good evening. And, and, and so uh, thankful and appreciative to you for being front row center right on schedule, right on time. And we appreciate that. And so let's see, Miss Rihanna will be coming in. She's uh, coming in a little later. As you know, there's various and sundry things that take place during Memorial Day. And so she's with the in-laws and their uh, time together on today as, because today is actually an official holiday for us. Here in America, let's see, Mr. Arthur, are you there? Yeah, yeah. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing? Fine. How are We're you, good. How are you? <laughs> it's raining. It's raining, and the sun is shining at the same time. It, so. it, now, it's, well, you know what they used to say about that, uh, Mr. Arthur. Was there? Did you guys grow up hearing something uh, really unusual when, uh, when yeah. we had rain yeah. and the sun was shining? What, what did you hear in your community, um, Doctor <laughs> Dr. Carr? In my community, it was uh, the devil disciplining his wife. <laughs> and this oh. man, Mr. Arthur, what did, what did you hear? <laughs> I love the way you put that, discipline his wife. <laughs> I don't know. It just happened too many times. I remember, so I don't think we had a lot of discussion about it. <laughs> yes. Well, that's, that's what we heard in our community as well, put it. 
because they would just point like say the uh, the devil is fighting his wife. Yeah, and you said discipline, so that that's pretty cool the way you put that. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, but at any rate, so uh, let's see. I think uh, Pastor Cooper has not uh, officially joined us back uh, yet, and uh, so I meant to connect into uh, to Dr. Uh, Niall Smith. And uh, got a little sidetracked and, and got off key a little bit and forgot to connect him in before we got going. But uh, thank you for coming out and joining in with us on um, on an official holiday and taking away from your family and spending time with us. We had an amazing time today. I'll, I will share with you all that, uh, as you know, I was re-sworn in this past Wednesday, uh, beginning my fifth year. Uh, on the bench, and it's just, I don't know, the time has gone by so fast. So on today, uh, after we had our official uh, uh, honoring of uh, those who gave all today here in Tyler, Texas, at 11 o'clock, we had Brigadier General from actually from, believe it or not, from Truth, Texas. And it seems that we have several generals that are right around here in our area that usually is our our keynote speaker. So we appreciate uh, him coming out and joining in with us. He is working on his 30th year uh, mm-hmm. in service. And uh, he says it's really interesting that uh, when, you, when you join in, you don't think anything about doing that many years. But he's risen the ranks and become a Brigadier General. So uh, he has given a Are lot of know? service and a lot of time. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hear, what did, was that, Mr. Arthur? Did, uh, did, did we hear did, what? Did y'all just hear the devil beat his wife in the background? Uh, y'all yeah. Hear that oh, was that? Oh, was that? Was that what that was? We, I did hear that. I did hear that yeah. thundering. That uh, devil yeah. need to leave. Need to leave alone. <laughs> leave. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> well, it's already passed over us here, uh, Mr. Arthur. We got it a little early on. Uh, but we didn't get it during the time that we had. And, and I want to uh, I want to share with you all that 37 uh, guests came to uh, to my luncheon today. Uh, that the, some of my dear friends here in the city put that on, and it was outstanding. And I was I was uh, given so many beautiful flowers. I got the, the house is just smelling wonderful, Dr. Carr, because I got flowers everywhere, beautiful bouquets of of fresh flowers. It's nothing like a bouquet of fresh flowers in the home. So I want to thank them. Yes. And Mr. Arthur, so I want to thank them openly and personally, uh, especially the uh, Smith County Democratic uh, Party, because they're the ones who initiated it and put it all together. And so they did an amazing job. Sure. Anytime you can get flowers when you can smell them. Hey, that's, that's, there you go. There you go. While I can smell them. That's, that's, you're absolutely 100% correct. So that's, that's beautiful. So, uh, I want to to mention this, uh, Dr. Hackney, Dr. Richard Richard Hackney is still out in uh, the Houston, Texas area. He has five grands who have graduated uh, isn't that beautiful and matriculated beautiful. either from a master, from a, uh, let's say from a bachelor's degree all the way to a uh, PhD. And so wow. Dr. Hagney has some brilliant, brilliant uh, uh, young folk in his family and, and that family period. So we want to commend him. He has been a leader uh, in that family 
because as we know, Dr. Hagney has his doctorate in, in uh, pharmac- pharmacological medicine. And so, um, so he is leading the way. And so we're just happy when we hear about our young folk uh, getting these degrees and graduating and, and, and magna cum laude and summa cum laude. And, and then some say, thank you, Laude, right? Uh, whether it's all, all thank you, Laude. Thank you, Laude, for all of them, really. That's a good one. <laughs> so, so and yeah, anyway, I was gonna, uh, we can go ahead. Thank you, Laude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, Miss Arthur is very quite 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 accomplished, uh, uh, Doctor Carr. Don't let him fool you. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so, I but at any rate, yes. But we want to uh, we want to salute all of the veterans. Excuse me. Well, the veterans as well, but all of uh, all of the students across the nation that have matriculated and doing so well and, and graduation was just nonstop. And I, I mentioned to you guys that we had uh, Congressman uh, James Clyburn to come to Texas College and be the keynote speaker there. So, uh, so we are uh, just uh, so elated. Go ahead. Oh, wow. I yes. said, yeah, that's great. Great. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gave him the key keys. I didn't give him flowers. Gave him the keys to the city. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Miss Arthur. Not as long as you kept him out of South Texas. South Texas. Oh wow. Well, we got a lot going on in in our nation, mm-hmm. in our country, and and we're just gonna we're gonna get right down to it. But let's start first. I want us to start first right here in Texas, and I'm so sorry that. Uh, that Pastor Cooper is not here to join us tonight in this conversation, but mm-hmm. I received a, we we received a phone call from um, Joe Jaworski, and I'm not sure if you know him, Dr. Carr, but obviously Mr. Arthur does, and so I know you know his his uh, was it his grand his grandfather yes his grandfather uh, that name Jaworski I'm sure attorney uh, rings a bell to you because he handled one of the one of the largest court cases uh, in our nation. And, oh, yeah. Uh, dad. Dad. He's great. He's great. He's great. He's great. I'm sorry. What was that, Mr. Arthur? I said, he cleared that everybody knows you talking about his dad because, you know, what we think about him. Yeah. But, but I think it's his grand. It was Joe Jaworski's grandfather because Joe Jaworski is named after his father, Joe Jaworski, who was also an attorney. But Joe Jaworski was actually about five, four, five years of age, and his grandfather carried him into, he tells the story when he ran for attorney general uh, here in the state of Texas, that uh, he was there in Washington, D.C., and he was able to be right there, his father and himself right there with, and I believe it was his grandfather uh, that was handling uh, handling that case at that time. And so he talks about the history uh, in his family. There you go. There you go. There you go. Absolutely yeah. correct. And handle that Nixon case. And so yeah. Joe Jaworski has some really, really rich history. Now we don't know. We know, and let, we're going to start out with um, with Paxton, who was our <laughs> official uh, uh, our attorney general, our AG for the state of Texas. And we know that finally, after I think it's been going on uh, what about ten years. 
maybe eight to 10 years or so that this indictment has been going on with Paxton. And so they finally got a vote of 122 or three. Go ahead, Ms. Arthur. I said since 2015, been, been, been since 2015. Since 20, oh, very good. Oh, very good. Okay, since 2015. Okay, very, very good. And so finally, uh, they voted just before they got ready to end uh, this uh, this session at the House there in Austin, Texas. But we also know that according to our Constitution that it has to go before the senators. Now, mm-hmm. let's start out by saying what are your thoughts about, we know that Paxton's wife, uh, is a senator for the state of Texas. And so should she recuse herself uh, from this case uh, that's going to be coming before her because now, before the Senate? Because we know that there has to be a trial. It was voted for him to be impeached, and that happens immediately. So he has well, to step uh, away immediately. Go ahead. But before we get to that, before we get to that, okay. back up. Yes, there yes, back. sir. Okay. <laughs> okay, look, first of all, and this is what I'm saying about the Democrats, particularly in the State House, not being together, not, you know, not thinking strategically. Okay, okay. now, okay, he got, okay, here you got the Republicans, and, 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 and Dugan, or whatever his name was, you know, he's not the only one that was drunk. Uh, you got all them. That, you mean you're talking about Dugan? Yeah, 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 Dugan, what his name okay. And, and okay. He, okay. You know, Trump, anyway. Uh, okay, you got that well, situation. Just one second. So, Mr. Arthur, just in case Dr. Carr may not know who Dutton is, can you just say who he is as you're describing right. what you want to say? A little bit. Go ahead. Big, yeah, big. yeah. Remember, we got someone from Arkansas in that case. Right. Okay, okay but go ahead. He's speaking House state representatives. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's okay. Speaking- from, the Houston, from the Houston area. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, so you know, he was drunk. On, okay. And, so anyway, and he's and he's and he's black and and he's black. Okay. No, you're okay. not black. No, you ain't black. Go go go, go ahead, Miss Arthur. Go ahead. You, we, <laughs> he, 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 no, he's a black no. man. But go ahead. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. You're tricking my bag here. You need to break. Then what you saying? That? <laughs> because I saw him. He don't look I'm black. saying go. I'm saying go ahead with your explanation. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, was he black or not? Okay, uh, 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 here, okay, here the Democrats are. Uh, also, we roll up on this point in time. Okay, now Paxton, he, 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 it was I think it was twelve million dollar case, but he fell for three point three million. He okay. has to pay tax, you know, taxpayer money to pay for it. Now they, okay, that's the reason that they're given for going off on him. Now remember, he'd been there for like eight years. There's bad stuff all on it. So now, okay. okay, now, okay, so now I hear the Democrats, so I know, and I'm saying, and I'm saying, okay, they, they did all this stuff during all this session. Democrats just been, you know, they, they get punched around. If it was me, you know, that would have been a time to make some deals. If y'all want to get rid of this guy, because, see, they just want to get rid of him so they can look, you know, so going to the next election, he won't be a drag. That's why they want to get rid of him now. And that's mm-hmm. the only reason. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, now, now, what I'm hearing is Patrick, the once they, uh, you know, you know, set this thing up the Senate, that Patrick's going to appoint his son. We'll see if he's going to do that. But uh, you know, but anyway, I'm saying that it's like it's like Republican politics, uh, you know, over here doing all this stuff, right? And I'm just saying, the Democrats, and, and okay, now they still got a chance in the Senate. 
to, uh, you know, if they if they will, uh, 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 you know, demand some things instead of hopping on this fake moralistic horse that the Republicans riding on, saying like they all moralistic mm-hmm. and not really this guy he's so bad. He's been bad for eight years. He's been a crook for eight years. They knew it and they didn't care. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and I think be about trying to you're trying to extract something from the situation, right? They're saying, oh, yeah, we want to get rid of him because, you know, he bad and, you know, we, no, no, this is politics. Y'all need to, y'all need to get us something. That's all I'm saying about that. Hmm. Okay, so, so Mr. Arthur and, and, and Dr. Carr, now, all, all eyes are really right now on Angela Paxton. We know that, that and Mr. Arthur laid out uh, a lot about, well, a little bit about uh, about Paxton and what's gone on for quite some time now here in Texas. But Angela uh, Paxton is uh, Ken Paxton's wife. Angela is one of our state senators uh, there in Austin. And so, so the question, two things came about. And one was, first of all, Paxton helped her to get elected uh, to the Senate. So immediately when I heard that, uh, that he had, I got a phone call yesterday that early that morning, right after about uh, one, maybe one thirty or so, they voted around 1 o'clock, and then, not yesterday. Uh, was it yesterday? My days are running through. Uh, well, whenever I got the phone call. Was it yesterday? It could have been. Okay, well, at any rate. Go ahead, Ms. Arthur. Uh, yes, Saturday. Yes, yes, Saturday. Saturday, so yesterday was Sunday, so Saturday, it was Saturday, yes, got the phone call about 1.30 uh, from the Democratic Party there in Austin, and they said that he had been uh, impeached and removed, and of course, immediately, and so uh, my question was, well, with his wife being the one of the senators, should she not recuse herself, and, um, and, and so, and then someone uh, came with some information that said that, uh, there had been uh, a, a relationship that Paxton had with some other person, and the wife was not too happy about that, and so that she would like to remain so that she could vote against him. Now, you know, that's, that's uh, well, mm. that's the gazette out there in, in midair that I don't know anything about, but I'm, ju- I'm just dropping that little card uh, to you mm. there. So, uh, but what are your thoughts as far as... Uh, as her uh, recusing uh, herself from from this, whether whether that situation about him having some kind of a relationship with somebody else has nothing to do with the fact that does it seem fair for her to sit in judgment with this guy? Go ahead. Hey, before Doc, before Doc answer that, I want you to know you came close to me doing a a, a, a delight commercial. But go ahead. Okay. 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 Well, well, that's why I say that that's information out there in the wild blue yonder. But but we we, we have a, let me let me let me well, tell you we have a little we have a little joke, uh, Doctor Carr. I, let me share, can I share a joke with him before we? So we have a little joke that when we when we get out there on the edge, well, we go ahead and have a commercial about uh, a taste of North Delight restaurant, <laughs> and, and that was started by Pastor Cooper. <laughs> And, and quite often we have to do an advertisement. So maybe that's an advertisement that we need to, I got we need you. to do. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm, so on I'm on board. I'm okay. on board. Okay. Okay. I, I, I want to make sure I brought you right on up to date so you won't yeah, be lost out there. 
but um, but we, we know that there was a 121 to 23 votes, and then one of those 23 was voted by uh, Representative Dutton that uh, Mr. Arthur was talking about. And so mm-hmm. with this with this guy have been on the edge out there with these charges, a range of charges, all kinds of charges for such a long time that you would think that they would have voted 100%. But go ahead, either one of you, Dr. Carr, if you have some comments in, in regards to this, whether you think she should be reclu- recused or not. Well, I don't know if I have a comment. I think I more uh, have a question. I'm, I'm asking, okay. I'm wondering now, what are the rules? Uh, do these rules touch the uh, nepotism rule? Because someone's got to mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. under someone. Someone's got to be over someone in this entire picture. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, what are the rules regarding uh, Mrs. Paxton working in a subservient right. role to Mr. Paxton in his uh role as doing what he was or vice versa. So what are the rules I'd like to find out first, and then I'll make my comment based on what I learned from you guys about what the rule is. Sure, sure. The main rule is is, it's 19, I think it's like 19 Republicans, and it's Mm -hmm. like, I think, seven Democrats. So so, so that's that's the rule. So if if these 19... If, if these Republicans want him, even without her, you know, you trap mm-hmm. her off. If they want him okay. gone, he gone. Right. That's true. Right. That's true. That's, okay. And, and, the power so number. Right. The power number, and also keep this in mind that she that he works for her. In other words, even though she, he works for, he's supposed to work for the state of Texas, Correct. but her position is above. Him, right, right. Uh, above right. the attorney general position because she is the senator, the senators, the representatives, and then uh, and then the um, the governor on on down the on down the line. Well, it's supposed to be, but the governor, you know, has a top right. four position. But the sen- it's mu- it's mu- it's it's much like um, the president of the United States uh, as that the senators and the House of Representatives actually runs the country. Uh, the president basically his two tasks. Uh, are that uh, the budget cut that budget each year, even though he can veto vote uh, veto things when it comes across his desk, and then of course uh, burying military personnel. That's that's the mm-hmm. real two constitutional duties of the president of the United States. So at, and so on the state level, our senators are the big dogs wanna, as well. If she want to save her marriage, she want to save her marriage. She'll vote uh, for him. Keep his. If she want to get, if she's ready for a divorce, she'll vote against him. Well, you know, well, you Mr. Know, Arthur, we, we, go ahead, Dr. Carr. I'm sorry. Well, I, I'm thinking about that. Uh, obviously, uh, if everything in home, at home was intact, then she would have mm-hmm. been a, obviously a no vote. But I think because of the potentiality of something like this happening, she should have recused herself in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. the possibility yes. is that something may go wrong somewhere down the line, and if she is a deciding vote, having a personal issue with yeah, a person. But, 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 Doctor, you haven't voted in the Senate yet. Yeah, no, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But let me share this article. Okay, this article came out. Um, let, let, me, let me scan down and see the exact time. Okay. okay, May the 28th, 
at 5 a.m., 05 o'clock Central Standard Time. And it's, I'm just going to, I'm just going to pull a little point out there uh, that I want to mention. It says, uh, let's see, where is that where I was reading? It says, uh, on Saturday, the Texas House voted 121 to 23 to impeach Ken Paxton on a range of charges, at least one of which involved his wife and at least one of which related to an alleged extramarital affair. Ken Paxton is suspended while the Senate decides whether he should be removed from office. So seeing that one of these charges, and, and that's the only reason that I put that information out there a few minutes ago, simply because it's all over uh, the newspaper and everywhere, mm-hmm about uh, this uh, alleged extramarital affair that that involves his wife and involves a range of his charges. One of those mm-hmm. charges, and he's got about 30, uh, Dr. Carr, 30 or 35 charges, one of which. Wow. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? And he's got, he got some federal charges. He's got lots of federal Lots of federal charges, lots of money involved, as you know, millions of dollars of money uh, involved. Uh, in, 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 in the past, during this scandal, uh, uh, Senator Paxton, uh, his wife, has always been right there with him, right beside him uh, over his two terms uh, in office. So we don't know um, what, what's going to happen now. Uh, he, when, she, when she actually was uh, running for um, for Senate, he actually funded her campaign with a $2 million loan from his kitty. Wow. So, uh, wow. so it's, it's a lot of, yes, a lot of things all mixed in here uh, and a lot of things uh, tied into uh, to this marriage. Mr. Point, I wonder, how is it that this track uh, go, record go of ahead, this Dr. guy how is it that there have been no eyes on him? All how did he get this far? How did he get this deep before we reach a point where there's an impeachment process? I mean, if he's been a bad actor that long, that means that someone somewhere has known some things that should have been brought to the forefront. In my estimation, no, no, oh, that, oh, they that, were as this, they were brought that, to the forefront. Go ahead, Mr. Oh, Brandon. okay. This is like you may remember. This is this one. Remember, this is a guy from Texas to try to go and sue some other states for yeah. Trump. I mean, yeah. right. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember uh, now. Uh, Doctor Carr, so he, Carr, only only in Texas. Mm, <laughs> I'll leave it there. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you're you're one hundred percent only. Well, you're one hundred percent. Correct. How could we have allowed this person to go on? Mr. Arthur already I, told you over a period of years. I didn't allow nothing. I, I vote against him every no, time. No, I, and of course you do. But I'm saying Texas no as a whole. What? No, we're all Texans. Doctor, <clears throat> excuse me, Doctor Carr. If you if you're tracking me, we're all Texans. Whereas we may not have voted for him, 
or someone else may not have voted for him, but enough people did vote for him to keep him in office. I just mentioned Joe Jaworski, a reparable, never been indicted attorney that would have made an amazing attorney general. He's going to be calling Mm -hmm. in to our show on Thursday. He's been here with me in studio several times, uh, a reparable attorney, but we could never get enough votes to get him voted in to office. Mm -hmm. And so, which means Mm -hmm. to me that we accepted whatever was going on. Yes, go right here. Now, full disclosure with Brother Jaworski. Now, now remember, hey, Doc, hey, Doc, now, he's famous in Texas. He was the, he was the, he was the uh, AG down there, down there in Galveston. He, he, he's famous for that issue. You remember, he, he remember well, when those guys on those horses and they had them brothers, they was taking them to jail and they was on horseback, had them tied up, walking, <laughs> walking them down the street yeah. like they were swimming. Yeah. Yeah. But that, right, I, re- I remember that. Yeah. I, remember, I, remember that. I, I remember that very well. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. I don't, but once Jaworski found out about that, he was very upset about it. Now, here's here's what I can say, and that is that we don't we may not always know everything that's going on, but when we find out what's going on, and that's what Jaworski said on one of my shows, when you find out what is going on and what people are doing that you know is wrong, and you stand up and speak up and make a change and make a difference, therein then I I can I can forgive when a person admits that there's something wrong that went wrong in their town and they take full responsibility for it. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, that's the key, you know, owning, owning the moment own it up. Uh, is yeah. the key. You got to own the moment. If exactly. it's, you know, if I'm on stage yeah. and the action occurs, then it's on me. I need to own that that's moment. Right. And I believe that's, that's right. the first step in the process of me recovering myself by owning uh, yeah. the moment, admitting that exactly. yeah, it's on me this time. Right. That's right. That, that, even though those are my men out there, I didn't know they were doing such foolishness, but that's my, but I take that full responsibility. Yes, yes absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The buck does stop. Well, it's, the buck stops right there. The buck stops right yes. there. Well, it's going to be yes. very, it's going to be very interesting uh, how this all turns out with, um, with Paxton. Many people are saying, I don't believe he's going to be removed. We've been standing with him. Texas has been letting him get away with all these things all of this time. Mr. Arthur already told us it was 2015 that he first started to be indicted and how many different charges that he has against him, but he was still allowed to continue to be the attorney general. And then they said, well, maybe – Abbott will uh, will appoint uh, Louis Gohmert. We know Louis Gohmert ran for attorney general and, and lost. And uh, so what are your thoughts on that, Mr. Arthur? Uh, uh, no, now, uh, Dan Patrick's son, son of who they want to put in that. That's what I'm hearing, his son. Okay, okay. See, I didn't even realize that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I've never heard anything much about his son. I didn't even realize. Uh, yeah, that law firm. I understand the law firm that did the investigation on Paxton. That's the, the, that's the, that's his son's law firm. So how? So how, okay. So there's another issue right there, right, Dr. Carr? I how think so. is it that? Oh my! See what I'm saying? Only in Texas. I mean, wow. so why would you? Ha, okay, go ahead. But, but, 
<laughs> but see, that's my point. What I'm saying is, well, what I'm saying is, the question is, the question that I want to know the answer to that I haven't heard tonight okay. or why now? Because she's been a crook for eight years. So right. What's really going on? And, and, and again, what's really going on is they want they know they know that they skate on a thin line. And they and they want to get rid of all their baggage before the next election come around. Right. So they want, to, yeah, yeah, they want, to, the, they want the to keep their people, feet. The, 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 the billionaires I've been telling you be running straight down there with them. You know, they done told them they want him gone. Then that's what and that's what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. You're seeing, and this is them executing him being gone. Mm-hmm. So he took a swing at them. You know, about them, you know, homeboys happen to be drunk. But like I said, he wasn't on, somebody's going to send me some film. They say that he wasn't on one drunk. It was a bunch of them down there drunk. Well, you know, you're doing all that kind of stuff. You got to be drunk, right? You can't be sober and do that. That much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's interesting. I'm going to, um, I I put that question in my search engine, uh, gentlemen. And so I want to, want to, read that to you. It says, and I said, why are we impeaching Paxton at this particular time in Texas when we know what he's done uh, in the past? And it says uh, it's defying a last minute appeal by, you guys ready? Former Mm -hmm. President Donald Trump. The Texas House voted overwhelmingly Saturday to impeach Attorney General Ken Paxton, suspending him from office over allegations of misconduct that included bribery and abuse of office, requested by Donald Trump. Wow. We request by no, no, Donald Trump. No, no, Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump been on TV saying he wanted. He, he, Donald Trump saying leave him alone. I, I, he, he been on too saying leave him alone. Now this is boy. Well, I'm just telling. You, I'm just reading to you what two days ago what is showing up on my feed. Well, go check it out, man. That's his, that's his boy. Now, Ed here. That he he, he went and tried to sue. <laughs> he went and tried to sue others. <laughs> Yeah, he tried to sue other states. He got misprints. Don't think he tried. No, 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 no. Think, no, no, no. I, I tell you what, uh, you know, just check a couple more articles and see. Because I see him on TV. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> Okay, it says the 20 articles of impeachment against Paxton included accusations of bribery, obstruction of justice, and abuse of the public trust. Paxton has been under FBI investigation for years over accusations that he used his office to help a donor. That's, that was one week or one day ago. It's a lot of, of, a lot of articles. Uh, it's really going to be interesting. But that is an excellent question uh, that you're asking, uh, Mr. Arthur, why now? Because we yeah. we've said we've said for how long? How, how are you going to let a guy yeah. like this yeah. stay in the office doing these things? Go ahead. Go ahead. Having a moral, all of a sudden, right? Eight years later, now you got you have a, 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 a moral heart attack. Oh my goodness! <laughs> a moral. Yeah. A moral. Yeah. That's a good one, is it? A moral yeah. heart attack. There's a death. There's a death. I'm coming. I'm coming. 
All of a sudden, here they go. Mm-hmm. I mean, they trying to red fox us. That's all I'm saying. Red red foxes. And, yeah. And, well, uh, can you explain? Can you explain that? What that? Well, you know, what he was, that well, you, you think about Elizabeth. You know, every time you get in trouble, you go, "Ah, oh, Elizabeth, I'm about to, you know, you know, get some sympathy." Mm-hmm. You pack your mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. But, I'm saying if I, and I'm saying if these Republicans all of a sudden they want to be more all of a sudden. Then in more and they've been in, in more of this term. But now at the end of the term, their morality shows up. Really? Right. Right. And I'm saying they should pay a price for that. They shouldn't be able to play 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 the Democrats shouldn't just ride along with that. Like that's okay. They done played you for eight years. For eight years they done played you. Now and they say, oh, well, come on, Democrats, you know, we're moral now. Come on. And they just hop on board and say, okay, let's go get him. Because he needs to be gone. And I'm just saying, hey, yo-yo, and they yo-yo, but yo-yo, and they, 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 hey, man, we need to sit and have some talks with them people. You're not Democrats because they, you know, they should be extracting something right now. That's all I'm saying. You know, okay. I'm, I'm, thinking about, I'm thinking about that biblical story uh, okay. of the man whose name was Caiaphas. And he mm-hmm. is noted in Scripture for having determined about Christ that uh, it's expedient that this guy, he, one man should die, because if he doesn't die, then the whole nation will be ruined. So it looks like, right. uh, as Mr. Arthur has alluded to, he's had all these friends who surrounded him and supported him and kept him there all these years. But now the election is coming up. Now it's a pivotal time in the Republican Party's thrust to uh, ascertain the seats they want to ascertain, and this guy is a blemish. And so I think right. they want him gone so that he doesn't interfere with the wheel that the Republicans are turning. So I think Mr. Arthur's mm. on to something. Move this mm-hmm. guy out of the way so that we won't have any struggle getting our voters to come back to the polls in 24 and put us back where we want to be, where we've always been, you know. Very good. I think mm-hmm. that's some worthy that's... of consideration. Yes. I think you I think you're right. I think you're it, it's all it's time, uh, Dr. Carr and Mr. Arthur. Mr. Arthur knows this. Everything happens at that voting booth. If you every subject, everything we discuss, if you take a peek at it, it leads us right back to the voting booth. And that's what Mr. Arthur just did. He led us right back to that voting booth. It never fails. It never fails. Mm Somebody and then and, and we don't watch out and, and we don't watch out. They're gonna get to play like they that they become the moral Republican Party instead of the fascist Republican Party that they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say Democrats just shouldn't be just riding along. But, you know, they, yeah. I mean, they should be saying something. I mean, I'd be yeah. saying, you know what? Uh, you know, as Democrat, I'm a moral man, but I'm gonna have to abstain. Yeah, you know I mean, so let me. I have to yeah. abstain. You know, they didn't have to vote for that. They didn't have to vote for that. And then they would have left them hanging. And then they would have left mm-hmm. them hanging. And it's all so let me share this. Okay, I want to make some deals. Okay, then I tell you some of the crazy we're, stuff. We're cutting cut some backroom some back room deals. Right? Back room yeah, deals. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so let me, yeah. let me share this a little bit. This is uh, more information from the Texas Tribune. You know, Texas Tribune, uh, Dr. Carr is one of our largest uh, uh, 
I won't just say political newspapers, but they cover everything. They they cover several stories on me when I was running for Congress. But that but, mm-hmm. but there's a Katie Glass who traveled from Houston to the Texas Capitol on Saturday, eager to catch a landmark moment in Texas history firsthand. She plans to tell her granddaughter, Katie, about witnessing the first ever impeachment of a state attorney general. But she's Mm -hmm. not happy with the outcome. It is an attempt to overthrow an election, she says. I look as if uh, it is an attempted coup to disenfranchise voters like me, who just four months ago voted for Ken Patrick, knowing Mm -hmm. all these allegations were out there. Glass said outside the House gallery immediately after the vote. Then goes on to say when Glass, who ran for governor as a libertarian in 2014, watched the House meet Friday. She thought impeachment was imminent, but throughout Saturday's proceedings, she became hopeful Paxton would emerge unscattered after listening to State Representative John Smitty, Republican of Amaryllis, and Harold Dutton, Democrat of Houston, cast doubt on the impeachment process. Hmm. I wanted to share that little piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, that's, that's a my question. question. Is that a flip-flop <laughs> or flop-flip or what is that? Well, I thought that was interesting that uh, that Harold Dutton, uh, not so much as uh, Smitty of Amarillo, mm-hmm. but Harold Dutton mm-hmm. of Houston. But I also learned. Well, maybe Dutton. Maybe Dutton is talking about what I'm talking about. Hey, y'all need to give us something. Yeah, well, you know what some. else? What else? Harold Dutton voted on, and and I. I, I have a great relationship with him. I, you know, I don't know every way that he's voted, but I've tried to keep up, right? But mm-hmm. he also voted. Okay, there's. Let, let's let's reflect just quickly to to switch gears just a little bit. In Houston, Texas, Dr. Uh, Carr, uh, Texas Education Association was trying to take over the city of Houston public school district. There's one school, only one school that was failing in Houston ISD, but Harold Dutton, Representative Dutton, voted for TEA to take over the school district. Uh, mm. The people there in, in Houston were quite upset with that because mm. they only have one school, one school. Now, if you only have, you know you know what? H, Houston H uh, uh, ISD is one of the largest districts. It is the largest in Texas and one of the largest in America, period. Mm-hmm. So if you only have one school that's failing, why would you vote for someone else to take over the school district instead of the uh, school board continuing to run the school district? Absolutely. Think about that. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, that's backwards. Yeah. yeah. That's backwards, exactly. Well, we're sure. And sure, remember yes. I told you about. You remember I told you about that, that. That's one of the battles that I had to, that, that I led up here in Dallas, where we went down and and fought them. They was trying to do it up here. 
right? They say, and, I, and the whole scam works like this. Okay, like, okay, okay, we didn't have no schools for them. But anyway, what they want to do was they want to come in and they want to create a, a system within a system. Okay, they, and then that's going around promising every, every 513C that they were going to have, you know, uh, you, you know, you know, a system in the system. And it, and mm-hmm. it added no to the overall education experience and basically just a way to let business come <laughs> in and let businesses take over your school. And so, and so now down in Houston, I don't know how they fight when, but you know, I don't know, you know. But anyway, we went, but, but up here they didn't. You know, I guess that you know, okay, they, okay. After we did all that fighting, they passed it up here to go ahead and do it. The school board still passed it, but because we okay. had handed that, did the business sector up here? They didn't want to. They, they said, no, we're not going to do it. So they went and left us alone. And then, but they went down and got Houston. And, and the reason they right. got Houston because of all them votes. Okay. All them books. Uh, back, back to the again. Back to the voting booth again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying to control them. See, every, every single time, right? Every single time. Right. <laughs> it leads us back to the voting booth. Right. Wow. So the message that I have in regards to that is how important it is for people to get to the polls to vote and how people want you to think that your vote does not count. Don't you see how important from all the things that you gentlemen have said in the last 45 minutes takes us back to the voting booth and the importance of people getting to the polls to vote and both the right people in office that's going to work for the greater good of the entire community. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, well y'all Anything remember else? that uh, the, in the Wheeler Lynch uh, scenario, uh, he comes in to suggest to the uh, Caribbean uh, sugar plantation owners that if we can put this system in, it'll hold for about three or 400 years. And I look at the offices of senators, presidents, congressmen. You know, once that person is there, they're there for whatever the term is. So a lot of damage can be done in four years, two years, six years. You know, so when they're there, they're there. So we ought to consider that to make sure that when it's time to get to the polls, we have our ducks in a row and we get there. And if, if that person is a bad actor, out they go. You know, you may be there for the first yeah, term, but we're going to, this going to be over after term number there one. There you go. I think black and people need to start thinking that way. It should be that way. Yes, I agree. It should be that way. And so even, yeah. and even when we win, Doc, and Doc, even when we win, like when we uh, stopped, the, stopped the red wave, black folks did that. White women didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Black, mm-hmm. black folks did. But, you know, mm-hmm. they don't, you, you don't hear them talking about the black base, the Democratic black base. We didn't get no credit for it, but we did it. And see, right. and so we started. Again, we're going to have to, you know, we're talking about with the Freedom Rise 2.0. Uh, you know, we got to create our power independent of the Democratic Republican Party with our issues attached where we can aim at both of them. Because, uh, because, that's, how, because that's because they don't want you to have a white, you know, the system don't want you to know you have that kind of power, right? Because mm-hmm. the system's not having that kind of power. Because when you have that kind of power and exercise it, you're upsetting the current power structure. And, they, and then mm-hmm. that's that that you're going to get when you do that. 
And so we need to understand that, uh, you know, we got to go on and work our plan because if you're sitting around waiting on some good people to do the right thing, they don't, it don't work like that. And even after we do, quote, get where we want to get, you still have to fight every day like you haven't got nothing until the, you know, until, you know, until, you know, until the time change. So, you know, it's going to be a forever fight, uh, you know, and, and and there is no finish line. There is no goal line we're going to cross over. Very good. Very good. It, it's going to be an evolving, you know, we're going to evolve into some mess. We're not going to, quote, finish and folks going to change. No, it's not going to work like that. So we're going to say that, right. you know, we're Okay, Good now, point. y'all, Mr. Early and Mr. Fleming, Will, Will Paxton, because you mentioned Mr. Fleming earlier about uh, Mrs. Paxton saving her marriage, since he is now in this uh, negative position and could mm-hmm. uh, be put out, will that marriage be saved with the influence mm-hmm. of her being in the voting action to determine whether or not he would stay or go? I mean, how can he... How can she save it under these odd circumstances? It looks like she may have a, a I'm not going to say vendetta, but if she feels like she's been wrong, then she has a she has a stick in her hand that she can use if she decides to do so. So I'm just wondering, well, then, is she interested well, in saving her marriage? Sure, 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 sure. Sure, sure, Now we, I think we need to have a taste of delight. Uh, right, right no, 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 you're so funny. But, but see, here's the deal. Uh, what Dr. Carr is saying, Mr. Arthur, is all across the Texas Tribune uh, articles, and that's the point that I was trying to make a few minutes ago. That's the, that's the skinny of it out there across yeah, the media. The media is saying that she's not happy with, with how she has been treated as a wife, go ahead. I know, and what, I'm saying is that, and what I'm saying is that that's that nice, shiny object that the media always trusts out because they don't want you to ask, why are they getting rid of him right now? Now, they want you to focus mm-hmm. on, well, they're going to stay married now. I don't care. I mean, hey, that's fake business. They stay married, they do. If they don't, they don't. Both of them got to send the money, particularly care, uh, you know, about how that turned out. That's fake business. Mm-hmm. But I do mm-hmm. care about politics of it and why they're kicking him out right now. I haven't heard. I, I, I know why, because they want him gone for the election. That's why. And I'm saying that. Well, well, I, well I, exactly, because Texas is one of the largest voting Republican states in the country. In the country. So, therefore, okay. you yes, you're you're right. And here here's, here's the point also. According to what I read at the beginning of the show is that and I, and, and I believe that Trump is tied into this. I, I would not be surprised because I don't care how much and how much you supported a person long ago or before now, but now you're out there trying to run. Listen up. Let me just finish and then you can jump in there. Right. So, so, so Trump doesn't want any. Okay. Let, think about this, Mr. Arthur. Trump was a diehard Ron DeSantis uh, lover, <laughs> but is he now? No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Am I right, Doctor Carr? No. You're exactly right. Yeah, because they're both trying not. to get in the same chair, so he is not there you go. who he used to be. There you friend. go. He's oh. not who he used to be. So it doesn't take. But, but we all know it doesn't take Trump but a few minutes to to make a turn on you. 
because the reason I say it ain't got nothing to do with Trump is because, and you remember we talked about it on the show, and I posted where they did the 60-minute 60 60 thing about them two billionaires that run the state of Texas. Show the whole system, and you know we talked about it on the show. Show the system. Oh, show yeah, yeah. And what I'm telling you is that Trump ain't got nothing to do with that. That's these guys that's run that Texas legislature down there. Yeah, Trump may say whatever you want to say, but no, that has no impact. It's them. It's them. It's those two billionaires that run this state down there to run those Republicans. They want him gone. That's what mm. that's what I know. They want him gone. That's why he's going. It ain't got nothing to do with Trump. They want well, him gone. Trump, but Trump may want him gone as well. I mean, we, yeah, we can but, look at yeah, you know, the whole picture, several things. Well, you know, I, you know, I don't think Republicans listen to Trump like that right now. I don't think he got that kind of influence. I mean, I know he's talking Trump, a lot. Trump, got, Trump has a lot of influence in Texas and on Texas. He was down here in Waco just, when was that? Just not that long ago. Uh, that he was down here and people yeah. even today let me share this with you today when we were out there uh on the grounds honoring uh those who gave all mm-hmm. these women came up to me and said they were from the county next county over and so she says uh she says i started she didn't know well she knows who i am now she didn't know who i was at first uh, she asked me who was I, and I told her that was my. This is actually is my district, and I what I do. She, so she said, uh, she felt very comfortable with me, and she says that uh, I started to wear my shirt that says the Lord is my Savior and Trump is my uh, president. As she said, but I didn't want to be attacked by anyone out here. So she That's says, right. uh, and, and then she, she, her husband who is from Waco, so she we brought up. And she says they were all in Waco, and they were just excited and shouting and having such a wonderful time when, when Donald Trump came to Waco and put on his big fundraiser. As we know, that's where David Koresh, uh, yes. who is actually who is actually buried in the cemetery right here where on the grounds where we were today. I don't know if you guys he know is. that or he not. Is. Yes, he is. Yes, he I'm is. Not, not only I'm not only is he buried there. His mother is buried right beside him uh, because it's a, it's a cemetery where uh, we bury our uh, – if you, you're buried here in town, you can be buried as a military personnel. Uh, but other people can be buried. Other family members of military personnel can be buried there as well. So she was quite comfortable in sharing with me uh, all about their time with Trump uh, in Waco a few weeks ago. And if so. His, I didn't say he didn't have his idiot logs. You know, he got them. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. he's got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is that Texas is the largest non-voting. Texas is the largest. Texas is the largest non-voting state in the union. In other words, that's true. Vote, Period. Very true. The vote I, didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yes, yes. See, see, we could win a lot of elections, uh, Dr. Carr, uh, in particular those who uh, put a D beside their name. They, mm-hmm. we get out to the, that's why, that's why you hear, hear people say Texas is not a Republican state. It is a non-voting state because you have more Democrats in Texas 
it, that yeah. call themselves a Democrat if they got out to the polls to vote. We would have more Democrats in office, and that, period, mm. in Texas. Go ahead. That goes back, and that goes back to the deal, Doc, that they that, that uh, the Democrat uh, Ann Richard was governor, uh, the, the Democratic yeah. Party trying to vote here and all them. Uh, the the millionaire Democrats, white ones that was left, but they did they took over the party, made sure didn't nobody take it over. They turned the Democratic Party into a an ATM machine for the larger Democratic Party. In other words, don't bother mm-hmm. us as much money as you need. And so that went on That's all it. it went on all the way up to Beto's. We just now coming out of the darkness. Mm-hmm. On top of both suppression. So I'm saying that the energy is there. The uh, we we ran pro forma uh, ain't, ain't trying to win campaigns for so long until they kind of deaden the people. The people go, you know, hey, y'all ain't trying to win no way. And so mm-hmm. now I think with Allred, I think we actually got a pretty good chance of actually winning. And so I think that'll be a big uh, a change right there. But I'm just saying, hey, it ain't been easy. Uh, and like I said, I've been watching this thing for a long time. I'm going, long time. man. So at least we try, and Ms. Arthur's right. As far as the money, I'm sorry, but as far as the money is concerned, we let's capitalize on that a little bit more. People have always used Texas as an ATM machine because we don't get out to vote like we should, but we spend our money and give it to all the other states in the union. But, that's so, but that was by political design. That was by political yes, design. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, so our message, Dr. Carr, is we started to tell people, quit putting your numbers in, your code and your PIN in the ATM machine. Keep your yeah. money in Texas and elect your own people. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. makes more sense. Invest your money make a lot of in yourself. In, your, yes. in yourself. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for the first time, Doc, we're here for the first time, Doc, we had the coalition of black Democrats actually endorse some black people. Oh. That's, that's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. Yeah, that's how bad it was for that long. Wow. Okay. All right, what's next? Let's take a look at, at Tim Tim Scott. We worked that yeah, over about for about Scott? an hour. Yeah, what about Tim Scott? Okay. Let's, let's talk okay. about Tim Scott. Yeah, let's talk let's about, talk about Tim Scott. And you know, I want, I like to, Mr. Arthur, I'd like to, I like to ask the question uh, with regards to Tim Scott. Why now? Why children now? Uh, uh, folks, folks, send your kids to bed. We're going to talk about <laughs> Tim Scott. <laughs> but, send the children you know, to bed. Well, the only thing about going, about that, Mr. Arthur, is that uh, school is out now, so they get to stay up a little later. Uh, well, <laughs> I try to, I try to, I try to make sure that these tender ears, uh, you know. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, look here, look here. Now, Tim Scott. First of all, first of all, if you elect him for president, that'd be like electing Clarence Thomas for president. He <laughs> will be. Now, and then he got his, and he did his uh, uh, intro. Opening and all this stuff, you know, and then and, and, and then and then he had his, you know, he had no, he didn't have his girlfriend, nothing. He had his mama that come out, come out. America ain't racist, and I'm going, mm-hmm. okay, 
uh, okay, that was okay. That was okay. Okay, you know, yeah. But then he goes on and somebody, somebody can't have sex for one time. I said, that's too much. <laughs> I hate to laugh the way I'm laughing, but I got to laugh the way I'm laughing. Exactly. Does that mean you get a pass for just one time? No, look at Once you said that, once you said that, I said, now he don't need to be vice president either because he don't have enough sexual experience to be Donald Trump's vice president. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to have my strawberry cake, shortcake uh, while you guys are doing that. <laughs> Still celebrating my lesson today. You're not even trying to be Look at it. Trump had him showing up at a press conference at Geraldine. <laughs> when the man, you know how far does Tim Scott expect that he's going to go? Who are his supporters? You know, how is his platform being put together? Because he's obviously uh, not aware of too many things to be my president to begin with to suggest that racism and white supremacy is not in the is in the fabric of America. And you work for the government who on January 6th, we almost got right. booted out. Right. So how can, you, right. how can you support, how can you assert that? This country doesn't have that issue when this was the United States is a breach birth. We were born wrong, and so I don't see how he could how he could say that. That angers me. It annoys me. That annoys me. His emotional support lines clearly to his mother. So my thing is, if something happened to her, we're in trouble. That's correct. That's correct. You know, I mean, he could. I mean, I'm just saying that. You know, again, again, don't laugh about it. But I'm talking. But I'm saying again, I'm serious. Somebody mm-hmm. like that, him, uh, uh, Lindsey Graham, anybody, you know, them kind of folks. Like, no, 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 he don't need to be president. I mean, nobody near that because he. I mean, he don't have emotional experience. Forget about sex. Well, we can't forget about it completely. Okay. You know, he don't have. We can't forget about it. Now, did he actually say? Did he actually say? That he has only had the experience I, of intimacy once. I sent to Shirley where they did the thing on it. The Shirley on the pair of pants. Is he married? Yeah, yeah. Now there's a question right there. Like I said, he ain't got a girlfriend. He ain't, look, if he married, he ain't have sex at one time. I think that'd be a little bit better. That's more than what it is now. Hey y'all, I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave that alone. Yeah, Dr. Carr said I'm gonna leave that alone. It's too TMI. Hey, hey, Let's see. Said, Let me see. Let's see. Hey, hey, he said, you know, he was a senator. He was a senator yeah. first, right? I mean, right. Yeah. He still is. He still is a senator, is he? No, I'm saying, I'm saying that you know, that is somebody. You know, I think somebody may have raped him here, so I want to say it. But you know, somebody got hold to him in Washington. You know, for mm-hmm. the first time. Wow. So, yeah, I see. I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't have told nobody. See, he ain't got no sense, and now you don't tell nobody. Hmm. Well, you know, let's see. Let's let. Uh, you can't just to... have a black face in America. You just can't have a that, black happen. face. There you go. Yeah, there you, you go. can't have just a black face only. It just doesn't work anymore. People are more aware of the issues than. And would you want political your daughter to bring home? You want your daughter now, to bring can I, home. May, may I may I read this? May I read this to you, gentlemen? 
Absolutely. You don't mind. This, okay, so this comes from the DailyMail.com, and it says, from 30-year-old virgin to 57-year-old optimist. How Tim Scott, who says a Chick-fil-A manager changed his life and is devoted to his faith, is a very different Republican candidate who wants to be the first unmarried president since 1884. Okay. So, Tim. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay, uh, sure. Uh, okay, sure. I'm gonna say this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, say it. Yeah, this ad show. <clears throat> now, for us, like you know, you have all all kinds of different sex. You, know, you got oral sex. You got regular sex. that. Okay, now, okay, now, now I'm a virgin in one of them areas myself. Now, would that make a difference? <laughs> that's, 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 that's not okay. All right, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, okay, all right, okay. Over there, man. See, see, now, now, you said you over there, man. Your business. Remember, remember, Bill Clinton said he gave us the definition, right? You guys missed that. Now that that's Arkansas, I'm gonna take you to Arkansas. He said, "I'm gonna take you to Arkansas." Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, I did not have. Sex with I that did woman. not. Yeah. <laughs> he lost her name all of a sudden. He lost her name. Lost her name. Like, yeah. 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 I, 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 I think I hear Miss Red. Did I hear Miss Rihanna? Thought I heard Miss Rihanna. Okay, go ahead. Yes, I did. Miss Rihanna, okay. are you there? Okay, go go ahead, gentlemen. <laughs> Like kicking the can down the road. What can? Kick I don't see can. no can. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't see no can. <laughs> so Hey, Sherry, you can't, you can't let the kids watch presidential politics no more. Yeah, I know. You can't, can't even let them learn government and, and social studies, can you? <laughs> it's out uh, of hand. It's way out of hand. <laughs> uh, okay. Speaking of Huckabee Sanders uh, education reform program. So that's been put on hold until I'm told sometime in August. And I'm just amazed that someone in the judiciary uh, world has said no to this Learns Act. So I'm I'm going to be doing some uh, deep searching on that uh, once we get okay. off the broadcast tonight, uh, in the next several days okay. or so, so the next week when we come back, I'll have something of substance I can say about that because I'm really – pleasantly surprised that someone has said not so fast, you know, Governor Sanders. And she, of course, uh, blew back with the comment, like, that's absurd. So we have this battleground uh, set here, and I'm just interested in what's going to happen over the next days or weeks, and hopefully next Monday it will all alive and well. I'll be able to share some information, some insight about that, the Learn Jack. Very good. 
So, so let me ask you this, Doctor Carr. What are you? What are your thoughts about Sarah Huckabee? I, I, I think, I, I think that. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think that her father's popularity uh, in the early years uh, yeah. gave her a terrific foundation for pursuing the uh, office that she now holds. And it's obvious exactly. to me that uh, having been the press secretary in the Trump yeah. administration gave her a, yeah. a not a shoe in, but she was pretty close. And Arkansas is a red state. So it doesn't take right. a whole lot over here to uh, do what they did. And the young right. fella, Chris Jones, who I met uh, two or three times on the campaign trail, would have been a terrific governor for our state. And I don't see okay. how she matched Jones with intellect or perhaps okay. political ability. Okay. But she had those she had those precursors there that role she played in the administration and the fact that her dad was governor of Arkansas. So I think cumulatively uh, that's what put her there. Uh, Personally, I don't see how a mother can come to the highest chair in the state as governor and disallow her own children from knowing the whole truth about Mm -hmm. the world and how it's been framed. I mean, one of the reasons I wrote my book, is because I feel like black and white children, and Chancellor Williams mentions this in his book, uh, The Destruction of Black Civilization. Chancellor Williams yes. says that there are white people who are victimized as well because they don't know Absolutely. what is happening. And those Absolutely. white students and young people who are asking questions, their parents and grandparents won't give them the appropriate answers. So it has to come, the yes. truth has to come from somewhere, and Jesus said that it will make you free. Oh, so I, heard, I, I hear you, my brother. Really I hear you. Yeah, how she got there. And I don't like her thing at all. Hey, 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 doctor, you, look at doctor, you're not asking them to change. You're asking them to evolve. We all just mm-hmm. evolve. Just mm-hmm. evolve. <laughs> you just evolve, yeah. Turn into <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah, rather yeah. than turning us into something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to get yeah, me in Mr. Lunda just sent us the. Um, article, Ms. Under is one of our listeners uh, every week, and she just sent uh, us an article on the Arkansas judge arrested. <clears throat> is that the judge that you were talking about? Well, I'm not sure. Uh, I'd wait, like uh, to wait, uh, wait, I like we access that information. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'd so like to get access to that. I, and I will send that to you. She, it says uh, former judge, let me see, let me, I'm trying to see the, okay, that's January the 16th, 2023 former judge arrested for bribery and obstruction of justice. So his name is Thomas Davis Carruth, 63, okay, of Clarendon. Okay. Yeah, in Monroe oh. County. And that was, okay. But, you know, yeah. and things going on all across every every one of these states in the union. And But mm-hmm. what's always interesting to me is that seems like the ones who have the most skeletons and dirt in their closets are the ones who step out there and run for public office and sometimes get in office. They That's get interesting. There. That's quite Isn't interesting. interesting. So Very interesting. do we really, do we care about, I mean, politics used to be uh, a position <clears throat> where, where reputable people with good standings in the community, uh, people who used to run for office is certainly the ones that I knew from the African-American community tried to have a, a certain standard of living. 
But it, now it, we just about it, accept anybody. Go ahead, Mr. Sure, look, I think look here, when we talk about uh, uh, African-American politics, and, and really politics in general, but we're, we're talking about African-American politics, we need to okay. acknowledge the you know, we need to acknowledge the fact that that the dark money system is real. And for us to pretend that it hasn't yes. infiltrated our communities, then, yes. you know, that's what I hear in the sand. That's sure. that, that happens. I agree. That, you know, and we need to be talking about how do we undo that. Uh, yes, no. yes. The article I wrote this week, uh, that come out next week, is about, you know, I, kind of, you know, I talk about that, about, you know they need right. to don't need to and they need to maintain their moral authority, you know, and their character and so forth while they represent our community. And uh, you know whatever else they do, okay, but they need to do. I laid out what they need to do, and so I'm just saying, you know, for us not to acknowledge that and to and to be saying, well, you know, they are be doing. No, you got to look at the whole system. You got to look at why they not doing it now. Why right. are they not doing it? So, okay, not doing so now. Arthur, you you. Well, you pose that question to us. Do you have a beginning? Let's talk about it. How do we undo uh, a system that has become so corrupt in, in this country? And we just, uh, we turn a blind eye to it. Either we don't care, it doesn't we got, matter. We've got to call out those leaders that are vested mm-hmm. in <clears throat> because 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 they vested in it. Then they, they actually need to just move on. If they need to move on, or they need to, or they need to get in, they need to get in line so I represent the community. But they need to move on, you know. So you know, some people. Have been, I remember when I did a, <clears throat> I did a lawsuit down in Dallas County, you know, about back pay and all this type of stuff. Anyway, if I was doing all this stuff, I had people mad at me because I was upsetting the current system. Because see, they had figured out a way that they was you know doing good in it, you know. So it was against me. So I'm saying the same kind of things going on right now. You know, so we have to just basically understand that, uh, uh, you know, you, 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 you know, I, I know they don't want to give it up because they got because they don't figure out how to make them a living out of it, and so forth and so on. But hey, y'all got to give it up. You got to give it up. That's all I'm saying. Right, right, right. So, so that takes us back to that scripture, Dr. Carr and Mr. Arthur, that the love of what? Money. The love, yes. Is the mm-hmm. root yeah. of the love of not not That's money. Money, right. money is good. We all need it, right? But the That's love of it. That's that well, dark talk- money that Mr. Arthur is talking you about. Say, say the Bible now. You say we all need it. I heard the OJs that in that phrase. Yeah, we all we all need it. Uh oh. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Money, 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 money. Nothing wrong with having it, right? We all mm-hmm. need That's that. Good. But the problem is when greed comes into play. And you'll do anything to get that money in your coffers. Well, didn't we just say a few minutes ago that that Paxton took two million dollars yes, out of his yes, money, yes. out of his coffers yes, for yes. his wife's campaign? Legally wow. in America, you can do that. But mm. but think about two million. So think about how much more he still had left there, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm <laughs> just dropping the bucket compared to what he had uh, left over. There you go. Offshore, look, they got all kind of offshore investments and everything. Hey, you know how they doing that. They, oh, they, yeah. That's how they get all that stuff. They got their little thing. They look at the same thing they did with them drug people back in the day when they had all their money in the bank accounts. And then they finally made them, you know, quit doing it. They, the, the, these are supreme capitalists are doing the same thing. 
uh, you know, those aspiring spring caps, they put their money offshore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, I mean, you know, you gotta have some time to get into that game, but uh, that game that needs to stop. I mean, we're canceling out the Constitution. If people can get rich yeah. like that and then send their money over over to some foreign uh, place and accrue all this interest and all this uh, dividends and so forth, what about the, the story that I've been told since I was a boy? Work hard and do well, yeah, okay. and you'll okay. get what is coming to you. And this is not <laughs> what is happening in our political leaders and other leaders and other areas of life are not demonstrating that. I mean, I'm I'm hearing too many Axton stories, and you know, not just yes, him, but there's some yeah, there's some there you go. too in the United there States. You go. Who, uh, there in you the, go. In the yeah. pocketbooks of the dark-minded people. So I think, like Mr. Fleming says, now it draws a lot. You draw a lot of heat when you stand on your feet and say these kinds of things. But if it's true, yep. it's just true, and the truth is doesn't need anyone to support it because it's true yes. by itself. So I It'll think last. that this dark money issue is, uh, and you know, thinking about slavery and where we come from, I'm thinking about something Mr. Neely Fuller said on his radio show one Tuesday. Someone asked him about uh, this issue, and he explained it this way. He said, as black people, we've been down so long, and so when a black person gets an opportunity to, it is very tempting, it's very testing and very trying for them to make the decision to do the right thing versus to do the money thing. So it's a it's a it's a yin and a yang here that needs to be worked yeah. out. But in no okay. uncertain terms, if I ain't right, I need to be put on the sideline. Put me on the bench. If I ain't playing the right way according to the coaching system, put me on the bench. <clears throat> Lena Leo, what he did was to get rid of rid of our voting rights act, you know, to that system they got set up. You got all these different front companies with a, with, you know, with a mailbox, right? And so they set up mm-hmm. this system, and so they, and so they set up this one group that was particularly doing that, you know. And so they brought, and then, and then through that little line, they brought it up to the Supreme Court, got it on the docket, right? And then hit it, and then hit it like that. That's what they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so all that was pretty dark money had front company. They, and they got these programs that they ran, you know, through the federal society where they've already thought out all this stuff, and then they just put it in motion. You know, same way with ALEC, you know, with the, the program that ran against education and stuff like that. we got to understand that these people, are, they 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 set this stuff up in the state house, and then they go out and set mm-hmm. the organization in the state house to work with. I mean, I, mean, I tell right. y'all, it's a system. And, and it's dark money. All this it's dark money. Well, here, here, here's the problem that I have. This problem that I have. And in particular, I'm talking about with dark money, and that is that the people have no idea, most people. Now, yeah, we keep up with what's going on in in America in politics because we're out there. But for the most part, people have no idea about dark money and and, and have no idea who the donors are of dark money. We don't always, even we don't. Now, now, Mr. Arthur just mentioned two, two billion multi-billionaires here in Texas. We know some names of dark money, mm-hmm. but we don't know all of them. There's a right. lot yeah. of groups out there with dark money that's putting money into the pockets of these people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're right. One of the, I think, Mr. I think Dr. Carr, I don't know if it was you or not, a few seconds ago, talking, to, talking about when black people 
finally get into these positions, it becomes very tempting to them uh, not to take this money. Mm. So you got to have some strong integrity. Right. And, you know, when, when I said to one person, you, unless you own all the money in the world and you don't, your little money is no good for me. I don't need it. I don't want it. Right. Because I have right. high integrity. integrity. My right. parents' name is more important than the few dollars <laughs> that you have to put out there because you don't own all the money in the world. Uh, I'm in a first time mind. Sure, I'm in a first time mind. Terry mm-hmm. got got checked. I, I, I was like eighteen. Okay. I was at, I was okay. eighteen. Uh, at, you know, working at a working at a gas station with a okay. with an ex with an ex convict. He 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 he, he had shot somebody or something. He was telling. Me. But anyway, uh, okay. uh, it's one night. Just when they still have the uh, stamp, the the credit card thing. So when the guy came in to pay his stuff. He slid that paper up under there and stamped it down there and gave the credit card, you know, sent the credit card back out. Then that guy drove off. He went in the arrest, arrest and gave me $20, right? Okay. And so I was looking. Just, tw- just $20. Well, he gave but that me was $20. a lot of money at 18 back in the day. No, no, no. Now, point is he had stole it. And so, you know, and so my thing right. was, you know, he had somebody. So I didn't want to give it back to him because I feel I, I was going to offend him. So, right. so when I went home. Oh, my aunt, I, I told my aunt what happened. I said, I was like, I said, I can't go back. I can't go back to work. I can't go back to work. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Because your life could have, yeah, that's right. You, you would have been at his mercy all the rest of the time absolutely. that you worked there. Right. And beyond. Yeah, and and now, now he probably had me back to that popular credit card next time. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. And accessory. Yeah. Accessory, that's right. That's right. Uh-huh. I don't want to be right, but I'm just saying, but people have to make those kind of decisions in politics, too. It That's gets to that right. Point That's right. Where you, know, where you know what that is. So, sure. you know, oh, are you going to play along with it? Because, see, a lot of times they don't, they don't necessarily give you money. They, just, they, they may give you business. Uh, or they may That's give right. somebody or something like that. I mean, you, you know, they don't just work on slashing out money. You know, but once you're in the system, you know, once you're with them, you know, hey, you know, you you know you're you know you're an aspiring uh, supreme capitalist, even though you're never. Well, you know there. something. There you go. <laughs> and, but you know, it was reported in uh, what a couple of years or so, the 2020, I believe, uh, that that Democrats surpassed the Republicans in taking dark money. So hmm. it goes along. It goes on both sides. Yes, it goes on both what? sides of the fence. I think New York Times was putting it out when they were talking about uh, taxes and, and all of that other data that they had. It's interesting yeah. to me. Go ahead. And tell you what they did, and, and, and I okay. you know, you, if that's the rule, and they you know. Because the election won in 2020, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Democrats won. Okay. Okay, go ahead. So if you know that's the rule, and you know these folks are doing all that stuff, then, you know, you're going out in the battlefield with one hand behind your back. And, and uh, don't we gonna get rid of this dark money? Don't we gonna get rid of it? Yes, to get in the game like they're doing, and then go ahead and run, you know, run up the score, whatever you need to do, to where they say, hey, oh, we need to get money out of politics, you know. So basically, you know, the I Democrats, say it every day. You know, the Democrats are still ready to get it out of politics. So the Republicans, they the one that's not ready to get. It. So I'm saying, 
uh, it, it, you know, Republicans crying now about the Democrats, but the bottom line of it is, you know, hey, you know, y'all set the rules. You know, y'all made the rules like that. Oh, so, you know, now you're know, you know, playing by y'all rules. Well, you know, that's like, yeah. but if you undo this thing, that's really the only way to go. You, you know, uh, you know, because you know, backing up and saying, "Well, I ain't gonna do it." You know, that ain't no, that ain't gonna work. No. Well, well, the inter- the, Now, here's here's the thing, guys. We're talking about this dark money, but d- is it legal? Dark money yes, is not it, illegal. You, yeah, yes, there legal. you go. It, it, it's not. It's not illegal. It's uh, the first. You, they're protected under the First Amendment. You can give. It, you can give any amount. Well, well, here's the deal. Individuals have a certain amount of money that they can give. When I ran for Congress, people could give $2,600 for the primary and then for the general. But when you've got a corporation, there's no, you can give unlimited money. Well, you, you know, forget about the amount of money so much, but it created a system, it created a system sure. where you could, however much money you're talking about, it created a system where you could go around and, and and buy out a lot of people without anybody even knowing you're buying them out. And, and that's why saying. you can't forget about you cannot forget the amount. You just told them because you the amount is so enormous. It is so yeah, massive. It is so big. Yeah, yeah I'm saying whatever the amount. You, you you buy you buy right. But I'm yeah. talking about those real big amounts. Because I mean, yeah, um, $2,600 is a lovely amount, and I, I think when I was running Dr. Carr for Congress, one of my greatest donors was um, John Lewis, the oh, late John Lewis, okay. yes, as well as Senator Cory Booker. Okay. Senator Cory Booker. Great. He never forgot my campaign. That's just how badly he wanted to get rid of Louis Gohmert out of Congress. Mm-hmm. So they they knew their limit, total amount, the limit that they could give to campaign, and they stuck with that. But think about those people, those multi-cazillionaires, that's what I call them, that Arlington have no limit. So, there, you, yeah. there you go. There you go. Well, I- I, I right want to focus, but we need to focus on. But we need to focus on. I mean, yeah, we know about the politicians, but I'm talking. We need to focus on a system that's behind all of that that goes inside our community. I, I agree. I agree with you. That's, I, I agree. That's I'm, we need to know. I agree. We need the the, propon- we, the proponents of the dark money. Uh, yeah. The, the proponents of the dark. You're, you're 100 percent correct. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Because you go in and you know, and I saw this at work in a, you know, in a government campaign. You know, the, the preachers they you know they almost cry. Right. You know, they vote for Mike, but <laughs> somebody told them <laughs> that they you know, and so and so they went and followed that lead. And I'm just saying, right. you know, if we right. like, we be guiding like that that easy, you know, I'm just saying, you know, hey, you know, you gave up, you gave away all your power, and you didn't get nothing for it. You didn't get nothing. You didn't get a front. At least, you, at, at least you, you know, you had a little bit of something, you know, to stand on. You know, you was a moral man. You stood by with something. But now you gave into that. You didn't get nothing. And now what? So I'm just saying, hey, you know, we got to start being smart than that. That's all I'm saying. Well, Absolutely. well, then let's, let, let's flip the coin then. So we're talking about, we're talking about the dark money. 
Let's talk a little bit about the soft money. So if you got, if you got, uh, say, General Motors, my son worked for General Motors. Now he's going to Peterbilt, and he's got a new position there. He's doing outstanding with them. Uh, so General Motors has, let's just say how many uh, workers General Motors has. Uh, they're big union, and so if you get if you get two thousand six hundred dollars from each one of those members that are part of that union in General Motors, look at the money you got. That's soft money. Soft because it's so much smaller, right? Okay. It's 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 sometimes it's even none non-taxable, non-federal, well, it's not taxable anyways, you know, that donation, you just, that's just money. But just, just, let's just say that they gave an amount that's under the amount that they don't have to make a note of it. But if you counted up all of that money and all of those employees, come just say that they, they made a donation of $25 and you got 2 million employees <laughs> that are part of the, yeah. <laughs> so, do, do, do the math, right? <laughs> Lots of money. I think you got you yeah. got a, there. You go. You got a little bit of change there. That's soft money. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> well, so, well, you know that, that, you that's that's pack money. Yeah, <laughs> and well, you know, and what I'm saying is that that's the and that's the system, and that and that's the system we have. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Go ahead, Miss Hurst. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? So the question is, kind of, what kind of moral man, kind of moral man, operate in this system? There you, you go. Be a moral yeah, you, you got to be a strong. You got to be a strong man, don't you? But Dr. Carr, I was, I wanted to share this with you, and I think I've shared it with uh, Mr. Arthur and, and others on our show. Is that when I went back to school to get my degrees in political science, and I learned and studied that in Europe. Uh, and we're talking about taking dark money and taking money out of politics. That was one of the things I campaigned on, was taking money out of politics. So I learned uh, from my studies in political science that in Europe, they, they set X amount of dollars for every candidate, depending on what office they were running for. So let me use that as an example. If I was running for Congress in Europe, say in Germany, they give me $5,000. I can use that $5,000 any way I want from, from uh, knocking on doors to buying material to running ads in the newspaper, television, or whatever. I, I decide, me and my campaign decide all of that money. I cannot ask any citizens for one dime I, because it's the citizens' tax money that gave me the $5,000. And I think that's the way it should be in America. And once you use up that money, you're done. You use it the way you – and I'm not saying it should be $5,000. I'm not setting any amount. All I'm saying is that is the way that it was done, that it's done overseas. That would take dark money, soft money, period. That would take it out of politics. Out of the mix. It would be out of the mix. Okay. Yeah, out of the mix. That's the exactly mix. right. Yes, sir. And it, yes, would, sir. and it would draw a line, draw a definite line, so that whoever has it, as Mr. Fleming indicates, the principles, the morals, yes, the character, and all of that, 
those things yes. would come up to the be surface, removed with uh, yes. instead of the dark money <clears throat> influences and the impact that comes from all these donors and supporters who can just Excellent. flood people's Excellent. pockets with money because you know there some you people are just too weak to too there weak to say no. Yes. You know, I yes. mean, remember yes. the, the yes. Reagan no, no years when Reagan's wife said just say no, but you know the That's drug the, use exactly. and drug deals kept on going, they so that meant that people were too on. weak. To just say no. Right. So I that's think that issue of putting a bottom line there really is should be considered. Now probably well, that would that would equal that would equalize us, would it not? It would absolutely. equalize us. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it right. would equalize the thing. Yeah. Hey, Rev. Okay. Hey, hey Rev, I wanted to you know that reminds you said just say no. Remember why they were saying just say no, they were dropping crack into the community. So yeah, just oh, say no to Yeah, yeah, just yeah. say no. Yeah, just so yeah. you know. Yeah, bye. In Arkansas, no. Well, well it, it, it country, was even hard. Yeah. It was hard for her to say no, was it not? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. There was, you go. Yeah, she couldn't there say you go. no. So how can, she couldn't how say can no. she be, Please. yeah, how can she not, yeah, how can she not be able to say no, but yet expect me to say no? And I'm not even, well, I'm not even saying that she did not have the desire and want to say no, but we know how strong that urge for drugs oh, can course, be. That's absolutely. why, you know, that's why I tell people don't, don't, if you don't ever touch it, then you don't have to worry about being that's caught correct. up in it because absolutely. that stuff absolutely. is, it will call your name all day long, every day. Won't it? I've heard that say it. Yes, yes. I've heard that very phrase say it. I've heard that say it. It calls your name. Okay. I've heard that say it. Yeah. More yes. than once. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. It calls your name. That blows my mind. It blows mine, too, when I hear it. Yeah, it blows my mind. I've heard veterans that I worked in in the uh, VA system, even in while I was on active duty in the military, uh, guys, and girls who got involved in the drug scene, and just look at our opioid system uh, now. And and but they but they lace all these. This this is another show for another day. But I'm just saying all the things that they lace this these drugs with to include marijuana, lace marijuana with uh, with embodied fluid that call, that brings you right on back. Well, right, hey, you're insane. They say. Go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. Worked in juvenile. Well, look at when I worked in juvenile attention for, for ten years with right. the uh, yeah. uh If you don't, if you if you have great minds that 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 aren't directed toward anything, that's being right. told that not anything, and and then you you put them in a you put them in a red line system where opportunity okay. don't you know them, you know, and so you know that you know. Psychologically, you know, folks know what's going to happen with that. I mean, that's you know, that's been the system that we have. and so and so. I'm saying that we have to, you know, again, focus on the root, you know, the root cause of stuff. You know, yeah, I, I know it's it, it, it's old, it's old axiom now, the root cause. Well, that's what right. we need to be looking at, the root cause, yeah. and the root cause is economic and lack of, you know, lack of opportunity. And, and see, mm-hmm. you know, like folks miseducated black folks, you know, white folks don't understand economics. They think if if men shirting Start making some money that they gonna somehow they gonna lose some money. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Makes no comment, but that's what they've been told. So you right. know, we fighting that you know ignorance of you know folks that just understand uh, you know basically we're all hooked into the same system. 
so, you know, that's how that would go. You just wouldn't be able to come and push me around and, and you know, uh, you'd not be able to turn my dollar more than more than three times my community. So, I mean, I can build stuff, institution where I keep my money there. That's all that means. And so, mm-hmm. right, so, right. so to the Supreme mm-hmm. Capitalist, they look like you're, you know, yeah, I won't have that power over you. I won't have that red line no more. I want to keep my red line. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you want to keep red line. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. So, off money, and we got dark money. Mm-hmm. But money equals the same, and that is that it carries power with it, does it not? It's so true. There's power. There's so power. True. Oh, hey, fine, ma'am. How are you doing, Ms. Yolanda? Hey, I've been trying to get your attention. Um, hello, I thought guys. I heard somebody. Hello. How y'all doing? Hello. I'm glad to be with you tonight. I have a question. Okay, we're talking about voting, one. And then number two, we're talking about uh, money. Does voting resolve around money, or does the voters, <laughs> the people to vote for people resolve that issue? How it is, I mean, you know, I know you have to have money to buy the material and et cetera. But sure, I'm just sure. trying to understand, um, you know, I mean, if you have no money, will you still be able to run? I mean, you know, just for example, I mean, you know. Yes. Okay. I mean, I don't I, know. I got it's it. Just, I, I, I get the question. So what, what, she, what she's asking is, okay, so say a candidate decides they want to run, but they don't have any money to run, but what? This is this is my feelings because I've run for office, and I, I think that that every candidate should have some skin in the game, and usually your skin in the game is for money. However, I I, I don't think that that should be a, um, a, de- a deciding factor whether you run or don't run if you don't have any money to put in your kitty to begin with, and that is exactly why we have fundraisers so that we can work toward raising money. You can also have something, uh, have a, a, a campaign where you haven't really, uh, you haven't decided yet that you want to run, but you just want to kind of test the waters a little bit, so to speak. So you decide that you're going to get out there and uh, test the waters to see what voters think about you and your message to the community. Right. And while you're doing that, then you can uh, you can receive donations up to as you run it for Congress up to four thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. If you get to that yeah. five thousand dollars point, then you got to to uh, submit your paperwork uh, to run for that particular seat. So okay, I, I don't think that money is like drawback if you don't have it. Go okay. ahead, Ms. Arthur. My, my, I have one more question, Madam. Okay, well, let's hear, Ms. Yolanda, if we could hear their their response to your question, let's let uh, Mr. Arthur give you a response, and then that Dr. Carr give you a response, and then we'll take your second question. Mr. Arthur? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yes, you can run uh, a campaign without money. I I just happen to just got one one for governor. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Very, Very good. Okay. Okay, Dr. Carr, you have any comments in regards to that? Yes, I think uh, with regards to the caller's question, uh, running for an office and not having money, 
I think we have to remember that, uh, unfortunately, capitalism uh, is a system. We've been talking about using that word all night tonight. It's a system that's built around the acquisition of money, and yes, a person should be able to convey their message, but unfortunately, because we are framed in this capitalist system, that money in most cases overrides, overshadows uh, the message of necessarily the best person for the office. So it's an unfortunate position that we're in, uh, but we're here. And, And capitalism says that it's about me getting my money off of your energy at whatever means yes. I have to do it. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's a reality I think we have to live with. That's yes. true. Okay. So what is your second question, ma'am? My third question is, are you buying, or if people paying a large amount of money or less amount of money, are you buying voters? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that's kind of what we've been kind of talking about all evening with the dark money part. Now, people, I think it's really important as a candidate to let people know that you're working for the greater good of all mankind. Obviously, I have received uh, donations all while I've run for public office, but the donations has not been my primary thing because I still believe that it's important to have a little bit of skin in the game. So, therefore, I started my campaigns with some skin in the game. I used some of my money that I saved to kick off my campaign because I was wanting to work for the greater good of the community. I saw things happening in my community that I did not like, and so I knew that since I did not like it and I wanted to do something about it, it was important for me to show uh, the constituents that I, too, had some skin in the game, as I may ask them to put them into the game as well. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Arthur, you have some comments in regards to that, and then we'll go to no. Dr. Carr. Well, the short answer, ma'am, is, is yes. Yes, you're buying votes. And, you, and the reason you're buying votes is because the sickness has been, you know, the, the, the corporation has, you know, they they people, so forth and so on. So, uh but yeah, so and, and now and now they don't and now they learn through technology how to, you know, uh, you know, pick out certain sectors and, and you know, market them and so forth. So yeah, so in a way, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So what Ms. Arthur is saying and, 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 and I'm gonna hear it from Dr. Carr and then I'm gonna come back and so what Mr. Arthur is saying is that when a constituent donates money to a candidate, yes. they're buying a vote, is that right? Mr. Arthur? No, 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 no. Oh, no. oh okay, here, okay, good. Okay. Here, I'm glad Mr. you clarified that. Uh, but the system, uh, but after that candidate gets that money, then then he, he's plugged into the system that's mm-hmm. set up to actually buy votes, you know. Okay. Uh, you know, so basically I'm just saying that. Now, the, now your candidate, now he's good, you know. If he's a good moral person, so on, so on, he's still going to be that. But once he plugs that money into the system, uh, it's because it's already designed a certain kind of way for him to operate in. So if he if he got yeah. money, he can this way. If he don't have money, he got to operate that way. I know how to do it that way. <laughs> okay. So so the question the question on the table here is: uh, Do candidates uh, does their uh, donations 
by or alter maybe political votes? Because I think that's what the caller is asking. When you make a donation, are you buying that vote? Are you altering? Say, for instance, uh, if if uh, if I want yeah. to vote against. Uh, so, Mr. Arthur's still saying yes. Dr. Carr, we're going to listen. We're going to hear from you, and then we'll we'll deal with that a little bit more. Go ahead. I can't help but to think about the uh, Arlen Crow, Clarence Thomas relationship, and yes, the the donor's motive <clears throat> and the donor's intent for the caller should be, as Ms. Shirley just recited so eloquently, for the greater good in the community and for the community. So if the donor has a motive and an intent that takes this good guy away from this greater good uh, frame of mind, then Houston, we have a problem. And I think we're in a – I think the battleground is right there. And we talked earlier before you called about how do we level the playing field and make things fairer. And so that'll be a talk for another time. But I just think it goes back to looking at Arlen Crow and Chief Justice Clarence Thomas. How is Justice Thomas going to vote on important issues going forward with that influence being in the background there, whether it be soft money or dark money or whatever kind of money Mm -hmm. it is? I think that there's an influence there that's questionable that we should be really looking into that really concerns me. If a Supreme Court justice can be bought, uh, right. then what is the maximum or minimum price for a donors creating the greater good in the community? I yeah. think it's a systematic, I think we have a systemic problem in America based on how we were born, and we were born the wrong way. And we still have not straightened out that breach birth of ours that happened uh, several hundred years ago. That's so yeah. well. That's so well put. Let me let me let me just say this. Uh, what we got to look at in the political process when we're talking about donating funds to campaigns, and that is what is the purpose yes. of that political yes. donation? Yes. What's the purpose? Yes. Absolutely. And this, uh, our caller said, said whether you, we know you got to buy material, this and so that's what we have to look at, not not for the misuse of trying to buy a vote or trying to gear people to think in a certain direction. Even though you have your message, you have your message out there. When I ran for Congress, my message was, when I returned back to America and I saw things happening to veterans. I saw homeless veterans. I saw veterans not getting their benefits. Mr. Arthur can attest to this. We saw all kinds of things happening with veterans. Homelessness should not exist in America. We are the wealthiest country in the world. We're a superpower country. Why do we have homeless anybody, especially those people who have served this country with valor. So tell me which person on this line tonight does not want to extinguish homelessness. All of us want to get rid of that. So because you want to get rid of it also, you're going to donate to my campaign, not for me to misuse your donation, because I would never do that, even though we know there are people that do. 
But that's but we got to keep the focus well, and keep in mind what political donation should be you, for. Well, Go ahead, yeah, sure, Dr. Carr. Sure uh, uh, Miss Arthur. Okay. Yeah, yeah you, there's a, you know, there's a certain attitude that come along with capitalism. I saw where the other day where they made them throw the drugs on those chemo mm-hmm. uh, nano companies slowing down on making the drugs because you know, they, you know, they can't make no money. Let's see. Right. That right that right there, that right there. See that that mm-hmm. says that that says that those drugs should not be uh, operated by private industry like that. I mean, right. private industry. That's great. You don't have something, but the government have some kind of uh, percentage or something in those companies because see, when when they do stuff like that, you know, folks running around trying to find a cancer drug. I mean, really, really, right, right. right. You know, so uh, you know, and, and so the same attitude. So and, and so if they now if it's like that in the drug industry where people are trying to live and die, well, now sure. take that and move to those to the political system. Lord right, right. I, oh, I I agree. We we have we have this this money thing all out of context to as what it should be, what it should be, and what it is, because once again, the love of money is what the root of all evil. Yes, sir. That's and that yeah. that's where we've gotten off track right there. Go ahead, Miss Arthur. I think Rev Mike just said <laughs> not having money is the root of <laughs> not having it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> the charismatic Ike. Yeah, charismatic Ike. Well, from the from the worldly it, man man it, perspective, it, I agree it, with Ike. I agree with Ike. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the call has challenged uh, our, our minds on on contributions, uh, and so so it's important for us to stay focused as as candidates, um, what the money should be used for, and that it should not be misused. And we know unequivocally that it has been misused for ever since money has been put out there in the political process. <laughs> right, gentlemen? I agree. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But contributions, we know contributions, that's the most common source of the campaign support, right? That's yes. the first thing that happens when you're out there on the campaign trail. Right. Uh, you, you give your stump speech, and at the end, you're going to give your uh-huh. website, you're going to give how Absolutely. you do Donate right and and uh, help yeah. help this campaign flourish. There's nothing wrong with that because as as the caller says, we 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 have to we have to buy these things in order to get uh-huh. your message out there to the community. Go ahead, Mr. We're doing the micro targeting and all that type of stuff. But the bottom line of it is, uh, the smart candidates. If, if if I had if I had a million dollars and I was running for the campaign, that's, that's all I was going. Really? I would spend. I would spend like. I spend like eighty percent of it on ground game. Right. Okay. I mean, you know, and so I'm just saying that, you know, but you know, we got these political consultants now that you know they want to fix it up where, uh, you know, where they can make, you know, all the money. And for you black folks that's run for office, you know, don't get rid of, do not get rid of your regular uh, people that that that, that you yes you can't. Don't go get no quote white consultants and then have them tell you you don't need those people. I, I no situation where that happened. And I'm going, you know, 
you, you know, so, you know, yeah, she, she, you know, she didn't let him run them all off, but, you know, I'm thinking, and, 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 and her thing was she was, she, she, she did more campaigning to white, to white people, you know, she wound up losing. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I keep telling you, you're black. Your base is black. That's who your base is. And so you need to right. always come strong with your base, and then the other people are both for you. But if you just take your base for granted, and then you out getting right. these other people, last minute, you run back to my Y'all to come out. Well, you know, hey, you know. So I'm just saying, respect your base. Democratic Party right. not showing respect. respect your base. Right. Well, let's quickly like before that. we almost get to the end. It's 9:52, Matt. And I tell you, uh, time passes by really fast. Uh, when you're having a great time. But we know that on yesterday, I believe it was, that Henry Kissinger turned 100 years of age. And so uh, there's there's a lot of things going on. We're going to ask the caller if she would put her uh, put her phone on mute so that we don't pick up that information. But, uh, but at any rate, uh, Henry Kissinger, uh, we know that he's considered a, an American diplomat. He was in... Uh, in the political process for years and years and years and years. He was uh, the uh, head of, uh, he was the Secretary of State for National Security Advisor for uh, Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford during that time. We kind of even touched on that a little bit. But they talked about the many things that Henry Kissinger uh, did in his time in office that America uh, should be ashamed of. And the many mm-hmm. lives. Uh, I think the 27th was his birthday. What, what, uh, a couple of, couple of days ago uh, was, mm-hmm. his, was his birthday. 100 years of age. And you know he was born in in Germany. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're gonna ask ask the caller if she would uh, mute her telephone, please. Caller, if you would mute your telephone. Go ahead. Go ahead, gentlemen. Uh, any comments about uh, Henry Kissinger? Yeah, I was hopeful that we spend the whole two hours talking about this man because he's been such a fixture in American politics at a very interesting time uh, in the, the Nixon administration and so forth. And I was when I got the original text from Miss Shirley, I started Googling this guy and the <laughs> Cambodia uh, carpet bombing situation, yeah. and I wanted to hear much from Miss Shirley and Mr. Fleming tonight <laughs> about the carpet bombing and about Kissinger and the whole political spectrum and how he wound up in that job and how he impacted, you know, American life. So I hope that we can spend some time sharing about that next week when we come back because I was kind of revved up and geared up to hear about Henry Kissinger, especially from <laughs> YouTube's point of view, because you have the military yeah. background. So I wanted to hear sure, about sure, your thoughts sure. on him. Sure. Very well, good. Military, Great point. Go ahead, I was in the military, well, <laughs> uh, military when he was Secretary of State. Matter of fact, I bought his book called Kissinger in an all-white cover. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that is fun. Uh, but anyway, but uh, but on the Nixon tapes, on the Nixon tapes, I want, I want everybody to know that. Yeah, he on the tapes talking about black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So that's, oh, that's oh, my oh, interest right there. <laughs> oh, what do you right. say about that? Yeah. Well, it wasn't good. That's all I got to say. That's uh, I heard true. That. You, well, you might be able well to, Henry, go ahead. Maybe. Sorry. You maybe pull up those tapes. I'm not sure. I, I mean, I haven't tried to pull them up, but but yeah, you know, he, he, you know, right. he, cause listen, 
racist. You know, this was racist too. And so, uh, you know, he, they'd be talking about folks, you know, and so, you know, and, and they were, and they, they were always concerned about, you know, King and the blacks about King, you know, having international power and all that type of stuff. So, you know, so they had, you know, they had issues, uh, uh, you know, for a long time. But he, but he got into, I, I think he started, if I'm not mistaken, I think he started off hanging out with, uh, I'm not sure, but he started off with Humphrey, uh, whoever, no, 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 Rockefeller. He, was, he, he, he started with Rockefeller. Okay. Was, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Well, he's yeah. got he's got obviously a long, long, long history from the '60s and the '70s uh, in uh, the uh, political arena, foreign policy. Uh, obviously, um, we know that he was born in um, Germany and here to yeah. uh, the states, and uh, had a, an amazing influence on the political process here. Uh, in America, and then of course, Mr. Arthur has mentioned that he was uh, he was in the military. He, Mr. Arthur obviously is a Vietnam veteran. I'm at Operation Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom. However, we always kept abreast of what is going on in the political process. So there's a lot. And thank you, uh, Dr. Carr. Uh, unfortunately, we got, we got we spent a lot of time on our first hour because I really I too was uh, uh, ready and prepared to talk about uh, the influence that. Uh, that uh, that Henry Kissinger had on uh, the Nixon uh, the Nixon era, as well as the Ford era, he was a powerful, powerful uh, man that did that called the shots on a lot of things, and people just took it uh, in in Washington D.C. And, and basically let him do just about whatever it was he that he there you go that he yeah. wanted well, to do. Well, well, I thought we could have spent more time on Kim tonight, but okay, we, we ran out of time. But, no, no, but we, but that's okay. We ran out of time, but we can we can <laughs> pick back up and uh, and and talk a little bit about uh, Henry Kissinger and the Vietnam War, and uh, and and even at WW two and a lot of things that uh, that he was involved in uh, here um, in our country. Uh, he came here and uh, made a massive name uh, for himself. So, uh, so let yeah. So, so let's plan on uh, let's plan on talking a little bit about a little bit more about Henry Kissinger on next week, and uh, right. a couple more things. Uh, yes, that I'm, I'm, there's always I always have this list of things of what's going on uh, in the news in our country. And sometimes we don't get a chance because we get we get so caught up with with a lot of things we don't get a chance to uh, to really talk about we didn't we didn't get a chance to talk about the debt ceiling, uh, which is really really uh, important. Oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so there's been a vote on that. And uh, the one thing that we do know is that we have to pay our bills, right? If if we have to pay <laughs> our bills as individual citizens, oh, America needs to pay their bills. Would you agree? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so next week we'll talk about the the United States of America's diplomat, uh, Henry Kissinger, that turned 100 years of age a couple of days ago and still moving around there. You haven't heard anything uh, uh, from him and about him lately, not at all, Uh, but he turned 100, so go ahead, quickly. 
war crime things on him. So you better not go nowhere. There you go. Say. There you go. There you go. War crime things. Okay. All right. Well, it's 959. We're going to get ready to turn everything over to Miss uh, Miss uh, Rihanna. She didn't get a chance to make it in with us tonight. So eventually we're going to get all the team right back here so that we can really, really ha- – we, we, we can have a reunion Miss Arthur, when we get all the team members back, we get we get uh, yeah. Dr. Hagney back, who's been so busy, and then when we get uh, Pastor Cooper back, we're gonna let him relax and rest for a little bit. But we need his brilliance uh, back in here. And so, once again, thank you, gentlemen. You were outstanding. Enjoyed you. Always enjoy you for the evening. And so, we'll turn it over to Miss Rihanna, and we look forward to seeing you on next Monday. Have a great rest of the week, and we'll talk to you uh, once again real soon. Bye for now. Thanks a lot. Good night, y'all. Good night, sir. Thank you. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be sure. the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, his spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. glory, glory, oh. Every man, woman, and child Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, his power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego The biggest weapon 
It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day when the glory comes It will be Good night, and we'll see you on next week. Have a great rest of the week.